0: Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Strevens. Joining me on the show this morning was Luke Bouchard. And you may recall, Luke was a guest on this show about a year ago. And at that time, he uh, he was sharing his story about how during the sort of early days of the pandemic, he was able to pivot... Uh, from his public speaking and communications work uh, to using digital mediums like Zoom and webinars and things like that, Meetup, as a way to get his message out there and, in fact, reach an even larger audience that way. And so, a year later or so, uh, he's pivoted again, but he seems to have found another way uh, in which he can use uh, digital communications and digital mediums like Facebook specifically uh, to reach a wide audience and get his message out there. So, um, Really interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that Luke was was undertaking these spiritual lessons uh, through the course of miracles. Uh, so we talked a little bit about that, but we also talked about the communications and the business end of things that he's undergoing. I don't want to really go into too much of it here. A because I don't remember it, and B I just think you you want to hear the discussion unfold. Uh, to really get a sense of again what Luke has been able to do, so a really interesting one, uh, a, a discussion that touched on communications as well as spirituality and philosophy, and you know someone I, I look up to and someone I enjoy speaking with, and it was it was great to reconnect with him. So enjoy this one, a conversation with the very wise Luke Bouchard. <laughs> Luke, man, good to see you on the podcast again. You were one of the uh, original guests about a year ago, so I, I always thought it'd happen again sooner, but uh, here we are. Right on. How how is that going? That's uh, you've been
1: you've been like as a weekly. I I haven't. Uh, oh no worries. Not...
0: I try and average about two a week. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm getting into the kind of the low eighties, mid eighties as far as episode count. Right on, right on. Yeah. That's
1: really, that's good. It's that, you know, for someone who's done a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, webinars, mm-hmm. that, that's no small thing to be able to do that and and consistently do it, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, and consistency yeah. is the key. And that's, I mean, in some ways you kind of inspired me to, to start it with what you were doing on your, your webinar journey. And it's like, you just kept doing it. You just never stop. That's, that's true. That's true. Well, I don't I don't know if I inspired you, but yes, that's true. I, I did never stop. Yeah. So <laughs> you did. You me did. put
1: me more in the center here. Okay, there we go.
0: So, so and not to yeah. not to air personal laundry, but it might make for interesting conversation. We 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 came pretty close for a short period of time and then our path diverged a little bit. So I'm just curious and we'll get into to kind of the transformation you're you're going through here, but what's uh what's kind of been going on lately? Well, um the uh there was always, for the people
1: that don't know our working relationship, you are my go-to videographer when I need any work done. Mm-hmm. However, that hasn't happened since before COVID, right? Because I, uh, my video production company, uh, Barebones Communications, I I long stopped shooting content a long time ago because of I just really wanted somebody who had the skill set, mm-hmm. and uh, you definitely fill within that uh, that bracket. And so once we went into COVID, I had to. Kind of figure out what i was going to do and Mm. uh so i had these these presentations that i started just started doing these live webinars with these presentations and within a year i did uh 290 minute web events wow and that stopped in they slowly trickled out i think i finally finished them in july when i finally did that but by that time would have been closer to probably 230 240. And um, and I was able to do that because, you know, we had the uh, the the Serb money coming in, the, the right. money from the federal government for in Canada here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I was I had the latitude to keep doing that. Then I, I landed a role as a chief marketing officer and that was pretty much a part time gig. And I shot a lot of content starting in um, January, February to July. Mm-hmm. And I'm on paper still with them. Oh, good. I probably shouldn't be saying that <laughs> <laughs> no, on camera. But I'm, I'm, still, I'm still with them. And I was starting to look for work. And now I've been compelled to do something totally different. And that is
0: on my spiritual path, which mm-hmm. is based on Course in Miracles. Interesting. Course in Miracles. Well. Yeah. So it was kind of funny because I got the email a while back that Barebones, uh what was it? Meetup group was shutting down and it, it yeah. felt like kind of the end of an era, of an era in a way. It was like, if, if definitely, you... a right. yeah, definitely a
1: chapter in my life. Right. Definitely a chapter in my life.
0: But yeah. uh, again, like we talked about this last time, so we don't have to beat it, but like you, you were able to turn that webinar effort into a, a job with a company overseas. Like that's, to me, that was maybe one of the few positives of, of how the shift occurred in the last few years. Right.
1: Yeah that was it was uh so so i this is speaks to some of my philosophy and uh i'll I'll start with a quote by um Woody Allen and that is 80% of success is showing up. Hmm and and just just putting yourself out there so i started doing these webinars and 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 i had no idea what the market would bear i had no idea what i could charge in the united states from it because that's where i was ending marketing to just because of the fact that the population base Right. and i secured one client then i secured another client and that led that into that client led me to the uh, software company that i'm a chief marketing officer with in ireland mm-hmm. and uh that has given me you know a really good foundation toehold in so many ways to be able to apply to any companies that are looking for remote workers. Hmm. And so, and I lost the question or do I answer it?
0: I think you answered it. I, I just think it was, it was, you were someone that pivoted early and you pivoted seemingly in the right way. Well, and that, and I, I'm, I actually,
1: and I pivoted hard. I, I, like I, I somebody said to me once, you know, you don't do things in a small way, you know, you hmm. do things big. Mm. And so that pivoting really was, well, what else am I going to do with my time? And uh, I was able to use my skills and and start really um, uh, just being of service to people and really just showing up and just helping them out. And that led to many things and many
0: opportunities. Right on. So then, I, I guess I don't really know what happened, but one day I started seeing some of this new Facebook content, and I thought, "Oh Jesus!" Like he, like literally Jesus, you, you've, <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've undergone some kind of born again experience, or were you always a religious guy? Or maybe talk a little bit about what what it is that you're doing now. Sure,
1: absolutely. So, um, Course of Miracles is um, actually a. Um, it's not meant to be a religion it's spiritual and people see my the content i'm putting out right now and they 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 presume it's very religious because it talks about god it talks Mm -hmm. about spirituality i'll talk about the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and so i've i've only really started to study course miracles in the last five years uh something happened my life went off the rails and i had to find as for so many people do they when Mm -hmm. when things aren't going well we turn to spirituality or religion to try and help us through. Mm -hmm. And the message really worked. And it was something that I've just continued to apply more, more myself to and study more and more. But at the heart of it is this idea of what is forgiveness.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And, and forgiveness is something that I, I I remember 10 years ago, how old would have my daughter been? Let's, you know, our measure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably 10, 12, 10, 12 years ago, I started, I was kind of curious as to what forgiveness is. So I was asking people that I thought I would know. I started mm-hmm. with my mother who was alive at the time as a good Catholic. <laughs> and I said, mom, what what does it mean to forgive someone to someone? Mm-hmm. And she shocked me when she did this. Whoa. It was like, it was like a good Catholic like you should, in my mind, right, should know what sure. forgiveness is. And uh, then she started giving me all these books on forgiveness, which I didn't really feel compelled to read. And then I, I, I talked to spiritual leaders and I talked to different people. And and mm-hmm. it was curious. No one had a re- resounding, very clear definition as to what, res- what, what forgiveness is mm-hmm. until I fa- found it in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And that surprised me the most. Right. Because... All it said is forgiving someone is choosing to no longer be angry at them, and 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 they don't even need to know it. Yeah, ah, it's, it's that's interesting. Yeah, it's just like they don't need to know that you're no longer angry with them. So one of the, I think it was the Buddha that had said that um, anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Something along that, right? Sure. So so this was very curious about. Well, what does it mean to forgive someone and no longer choosing to no longer be upset with them or no longer hold grievances with them? Mm -hmm. And then what I thought of uh, the idea of uh, forgiving alone. So, so let's say you and let's say I owe you a thousand dollars and it is, and I, I haven't been able to follow through with my commitment to paying you back and Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like it's anywhere, but it's getting in the relationship because now I'm avoiding you because I owe you money. You don't know if you should say anything. You don't really, you don't really, you don't, you, it's just kind of getting the way and Mm -hmm. you come to a conclusion that is hypothetically, of course, that, you know what, it's not worth the money is not worth what it does to our relationship. It does, it's, it's just getting in the way and you know, you're far too, it's something along the lines of you're far too important to me, Luke. So I'm just, let's just pretend the loan didn't happen and I'm mm. going to forgive the loan. Okay. And one spiritual teacher did tell me forgiveness is the idea of going back to the state that we were in before the, before the error happened before something. So we go for, we go before the event. Hmm. And so we just look at that. So, so it's like a reset. You know, if you forgive the loan and say it's, you know, what Luke, I know you're trying. I know I, you know, maybe you'll pay me back one day. But let's just forget it happened, Mm -hmm. and let's just move forward because it's it's getting in the way of us. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. There's something. There's something so uh, crucial in there, and it's a realization that I've had recently too. Is that, like you say, you don't. I, I don't have to tell you necessarily that I've forgiven you, but because so much of the world exists as objects in my mind right and I'm choosing to I'm choosing to assign meaning so it's like I'm living with this I'm mad at you it it means it actually means nothing it only exists inside me and I think if maybe people could start to make that shift a little bit more we we could come to a place of understanding more yeah yeah absolutely
1: it's a a term I heard a long time ago is uh, are are people living rent-free in your head Uh, sure you know, because I I have I uh, like an example of this. I remember, oh jeepers, this was back in 2000, 2001 maybe. Okay. I was uh, I was going up a ski lift at uh, Lake Louise, and I uh, went to get when I went to get off of it. The the attendants that were supposed to be watching were having a snowball fight, <laughs> and I fell and I started getting dragged Holy around. And then it was like when the, the chairlift went around, it was a drop back down the mountain. It, and I would have, and it would literally—I was fearing for my life. Right? And I got so pissed off, I was so angry at these guys. And if I dwell on it too much, I—that could be like it happened yesterday.
0: Right? You're right back. You know, there. and
1: yeah, and and that doesn't serve me. Why? You know, I, I, I you know, these guys probably. Why well, wouldn't complain? Not that that helped. But it was, you know, it's, it's living in my head. It's not living in their head. They've probably forgotten it. Or I was just one of those, you know, old, pissed off kind of uh, skiers that right. they, they had to avoid and whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah. So it really is this idea of being able to, it's like, is it worth it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it worth it, it? Is my peace of mind worth being being pulled sideways
0: because someone is, um, I'm ups- I am I hold a grievance with them. hmm it's funny you say living rent free in people's heads. I, I immediately thought of Donald Trump and the whole Trump derangement syndrome. It's like how many people justified their own existence, major news networks, just just yeah. because of this guy. And he, he, yeah. he probably cared. I mean, he probably fed off it and gained more power from it.
1: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, because you know, and and it's it really was about this ability to to look externally and go, mm-hmm. you know, either. You know the camps. It was pretty divided. I don't, I don't. know if there was much middle ground with him. Either you loved him or you hated him. Mm-hmm. And and they, you know. But it. But so many and myself included just gave so much power to him. Right. Because yeah. I just remember when someone, a friend of mine, was mm. a like a Trump supporter, which shocked me. <laughs> uh, I was actually quite. I was quite upset, and and I really Why am I so upset? Yeah. Like why Why is this Why is this a problem? Mm-hmm. And I realized that I. I had a lot of fear as to what he could do. Mm. So then, so then I was giving him my power, sure, because because what he might be able to do and whatnot. And then and that was a bit of a shift. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was. It's uh, it's certainly there's certainly a lot of controversy around that, and 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 that's something
0: he does quite well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, I just saw, yeah. yeah, not to beat on Trump, but, but I just did see he's got a, a like a small scale model of Mount Rushmore with his head included among the the other guys, which is, <laughs> that says it all. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I, and who knows, if I if I had his money, maybe I would do something like that. I, I absolutely. Don't, I don't know. Come on. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And I do think that too, with the way, like the politicization of the pandemic, and now I also think the alarmism around climate change is going to be dealt with the same way where people are... Inflicting outwardly on others a way to live, a way to think because of some perceived issues. You know, so much of it, so much of politics to me is like mental states and, and emotions. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And whatever, and I think you said it earlier really well, whatever we're seeing externally is a reflection as to how we see the world. Right. And the one, one of the best examples I, I like to use with that is let's say you and I are standing in line to go into a movie theater. Okay. And we have our tickets mm-hmm. and we're just waiting to get in and we're, and, and there's no doubt we're getting in. And let's say the movie theater holds uh 500 people and we're uh, 150 in. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Right. So we're standing there talking, catching mm-hmm. up and we see someone cut into the line ahead of us. Mm-hmm. You look at that and go, well, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I wish I had the intestinal fortitude not to care whatever people think. And right. I look at it and I get pissed off. Right. I lose my shit. And it's just like, we just had the same stimulus. We just had the exact same experience. Right, right. Why is it that you're seeing it as something that is non-effectual? And then I, I start complaining and I start making, I, I start saying statements to this guy to hear. Right, and, right. And, you, and you're looking at me and you're going, Luke, like we're now talking about this guy, not about that. Right. Why is it that I'm internalizing that as I've
0: been harmed and you're not? Well, I, I, good question. I mean, I what do you? I mean, it, it reminds me of something we talked about way back in the day at your at your uh, course that I took, where it's like you in this scenario are coming from this fear or sort of what is it scarcity mindset, where it's like he's somehow taking something from you. That's
1: right. That's right. The perception of loss. All all of our all of our fears and anxieties are based on the fact that we believe we're going to lose something. Mm. Right, And so, so, so yeah, so somehow this, this, uh, perception is, is that I've been harmed in some way, but it's my perception and I haven't been harmed even, even, even if I hadn't, we hadn't gotten to the movie, which in the scenario was not possible. Mm-hmm. There's, there was still no, there was no real harm
0: except right. for how I decide to lose my peace of mind. Exactly. The, the harm then occurs inside. Yeah. yeah. And you do yeah. it to your, and then you've done it to yourself, I guess.
1: Yeah. 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 Because, because somehow this person who is, you know, I'll probably never see again, probably Mm -hmm. ever, never really know Mm -hmm. is, is now, you know, affecting me in a way that is like, really, is that worth it? Right. Yeah.
0: So I guess what I thought was interesting then is you, you've taken this, this way of thinking this approach and you've started to sort of market market way in which you can, I guess, teach it or. Yeah. It's,
1: it, it, it i i wish i i wish i could say it was deliberate i wish i could say it was a master plan i wish i could <laughs> i wish i could say i had i had the intelligence to plan this all out um it's it's i am i and i know that this is going to sound very you know may sound very religious or spiritual mm-hmm. but really i just showed up and and i was i was Really, the, the messages came through me. So where it started was I happened to be in part, I was on a Zoom call with my spiritual, with my group, that my Course of Miracles, and it's a Sunday morning. And Micah, who is facilitating the group, just she happened to be on that day. Somebody was talking about the fact of how do you forgive someone who is really has bad behavior towards you? Hmm. You know, and and they and they don't have a problem with their bad behavior. Like, how do you, how do you move past that? Because mm-hmm. because this behavior is in my face. Right. How do we do that? And what what Micah had said was, well, you have to believe, you have to forgive yourself for believing that anything happened. Just like in the lineup we were talking about. Right. I ha- I I believe some I was harmed some way, and I have to forgive myself for believing that. Hmm. And when she said that, it was like it it stuck, and it could I could not let it go this idea of, of forgiving myself for believing that something has happened to me. And then five days later, it was a Friday morning when I'm supposed to be actually looking for a job. <laughs> I, it was like, okay, I'm just going to, cause they, they just kept rattling around right. my brain. And I thought, you know, what I have to do is I, I, I just want to write them out just to get them out. And so I can focus back on my, on my, on my work. Mm-hmm. And then within, um, Within two hours, I had over 125 written. Holy hell! Yeah, and they just kept coming, and they ke- and I'm and I'm and I'm driving to Staples, and I'm talking into my I'm my mm-hmm. note making notes on my on my cell phone, right. and, and I'm doing stuff, and you know one of them was I forgive myself for believing that I'm doing I should be doing anything other than I am right now. That's a Cause, big one. Cause yeah, because right, because right then and there, I should be looking for work, but I'm writing these things out, right? You know, and oh, I'm I'm going to run out of money, so I forgive myself for believing that I'm not I'm not resourced. I forgive myself for believing that I, you know, I, I'm. Um, some of the other ones is that uh, I, people are going to judge me hmm. for doing this, and so I wrote them out, and then and then it was okay. That was, but then what came up next was. Well, I actually need to see how they look like in a card deck. So, and I have it right here. Oh, cool! So, so what I did was, I, I put, I just printed them on paper. Mm. And let's see. leave um, forgive myself for believing that I'm in competition with anyone,
2: mm.
1: right? And uh, forgive myself for believing that others can hurt me. So, so I, I did these, and then I started showing to people. And then it was like, well, the next step. So, what's the next step? Right. And then the next step was literally, um, I, I got into some fear about my intellectual property, even though it's not mine. Mm. So I thought, well, how do how do I claim these in a way in this day and age that I can show ownership on them? So okay. then, so then it made sense to me, and started putting them on in Instagram. Yeah. And so then I started releasing images on, on Instagram and I was doing them every day. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I started what was called Luke's reductions where oh. it actually interpret the picture. Cause I'd put this picture on with this, with this, um, with these words. And I actually have, I have my, of a deck here. So of an actual printed one. So let oh. me just, I didn't know if I was going to use these. I should have had them ready. So yeah. Um, Here's one, uh, I forgive myself for believing that I have to justify my experience.
0: Oh, neat, existence, and justify. Existence, yeah, oh, my yeah.
1: experience, yeah, existence, yeah. So, and these are all my own images and whatnot. So I started doing that, and then mm. I, I, I had to start taking a lot of pictures to be able to go with them. That's all, I was gonna use stock photography, but right. then, then it was just like, no, I wanna use my own pictures because I can, Absolutely. and I can use my macro lens. And then, so I started doing that, and then I created 100 of these, of these actual images that I started releasing on Instagram wow. and my reductions got more and more detailed. And it would, I remember, I think I, one day I spent three hours writing my reductions and it came up with three lines. Oh, so not yeah. all of
0: them were, were valuable then or?
1: Well, it's just that I just need to, I, I really need to, to constantly just refine and refine and refine, mm-hmm. gotcha. but it was a three hour endeavor and so i was releasing on instagram and uh then I, I i was having friends telling me you should be doing this on facebook mm. and i know instagram is part of facebook but i had no inter- interest and in, uh, i'm not sure where you're at i know you i've seen some of your posts on on facebook
0: it's all part of the metaverse now man it's whatever <laughs> yeah
1: but but it i I had multiple Facebook pages that I tried to, to use and to do, and, and I never really got it. And my, and my, my, what I, what I've often said about Facebook is is that my problem isn't that I'm indifferent to Facebook. My problem is I'm indifferent to my indifference.
0: (laughs) You don't care that you don't care.
1: I I don't care that I don't care. And that was part of the thing. (laughs) And so then two weeks ago, um, just, well, actually uh, two Three Tuesdays, so yeah, so we're Thursday, so two, two Tuesdays ago, <sighs> I decide to actually shift and start uploading them to Facebook and start making this and rebranding myself yep. on this. And again, the whole time, I'm still not looking for work and I'm doing this. <laughs> and, uh, and I start with my Facebook group. I have 355 friends on Facebook. Okay. And for whatever reason... The message works for people because now I'm pushing uh, the last, I looked this morning and I'm at uh, 4,139. Friends? Yeah. In how long? Less than just over two weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, I, I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know because I don't, what's that? Talk about growth of an audience. Yeah, it was, it's, it's absolutely, it really, it really quite shocks me and surprises me. Now I'm no longer indifferent to Facebook, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, You are right? very, what's the, what's the opposite?
1: In. You're behold, you're in,
0: yeah. A whore, I'm a Facebook whore, let's sure. just say it that yeah. way. Yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs> you said it. Yeah, um, so, so Facebook, the algorithm, which I don't, which I don't understand, was allowing me to uh, invite wow. people for the first week, un. un- unbridled Hmm. i could invite as many people as i wanted to and i was started with people that i knew who had big lists so and people i have this one person uh she's i consider she probably wouldn't like me calling her this but my spiritual leader okay uh who is reluctant to be called that sarah and um and she had a huge list, so I would just, I would just like anyone she had, because mm-hmm. you know how Facebook gives you those, those connections. Right. And people started, and I went from having a connection of five or six to 30s to uh, uh, 100, 200 likes. And, and I just, I was just able, not like uh, similar uh, friends in common, okay? So I think what we're, people were seeing is, is that when I, I, I was connected to Sarah, so they would just accept me because they, they implicit with trust with her. Nice. And then my growth was exponential. Like it was, ju- it was just not going. And then people started inviting, asking me to be friends. And then last week, it all changed when Facebook all of a sudden said, no, you cannot invite anyone else. And I'm going, <laughs> what do you mean I can't invite right. anyone else? And they totally put the brakes on. And it was, and for two days, I couldn't invite anyone. It was like, they kind of caught up or they kind of figured out that something. And then it's been, it's been much more, it's been much more controlled. Okay. I can only invite so many. And, um, and so, but really I, I am, um, it's, it's averaging anywhere from a uh, hundred to 125 a day that people are my, my friend's list has gone up. And, and as you know, I do marketing, right? Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's how we came together. I was hiring. I, I had you come along to shoot mm-hmm. the videos that people were hiring for me right. or hiring me to do. But my, my whole bare bones communications was about succinct messaging. Mm-hmm. And, and I started to talk to people. I'm saying, is this normal? Did people, when they start Facebook, cause I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the right. difference between following and, and friending and how you could unfollow people, but still have them as friends. Literally, I had no clue. <laughs> as to what how it worked because I again I didn't care. Right. And so I was talking to people and they're saying no that's not usual at all. That's very unusual. And that's where yeah. I figured out that there's something about the messaging that works with people. Right. And and the thing is is that my banner on my my Facebook page was still bare bones communications. Mm-hmm. And someone said to me, they sent me a friend in friend request when I sent them a friend request, they said, you know, you're about profit equals succinct messaging equal profits, because mm-hmm. that was one of my – and goes, but you look like a real person.
2: Mm.
1: And, and so I changed the banner because what didn't occur to me that there's an incongruency of the sure. message of forgiveness and then uh, messaging equals profits. Right. But I, I probably gained 2,000 people with that banner <laughs> before I changed it. So, so somehow, people were seeing past the, I think what they do they went to my page when mm-hmm. I invited them, and they would see something like this right, or something like this right. and I forgive myself for believing and they and the other thing that was amazing of the probably four or five thousand people I've invited to to be my friend mm-hmm. on that four or five thousand. A handful said, "Wait a minute, who are you? I don't know you." Right. And I, the rest of just... all those, every, everyone right. else just except me alone. And 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 it was this guy saying, "You know, you, you look like you're a real person, but you have this profit on the thing on profit." So, mm-hmm. so that really speaks to, that really speaks to the, uh, when the message is succinct and to the point and consistent, it resonates with people. And, and of course the images I'm using, you know, like these, like some of these images are just, yeah, I don't know if you can see that really well. Right. But they're just
0: really like simple, natural,
1: yeah, simple, natural, and, and easy to read. And, and, you know, anyone out there who has Facebook, who's doing Facebook posts, Mm -hmm. if you can't read your messaging and the type type is too small, no one's going to read it. It may be the best thing in the world, but I see all the stuff that people post all the time. And it's just like, who can read that or, Yeah, too much. Yeah, too much information just because they they put a paragraph in right on a post. Yeah, no way on that. Wow, man. So, yeah. So, so with that and the traction I've got, I've, I've, I've attained and that seems to be continuing. I've started a business Facebook page Mm -hmm. uh, on that. So I'm driving traffic to that. But Facebook only allows you to invite 50 people a day to like your Facebook page, your business page. Okay. So, so that's going to take a long time. Right. And, um, and then, uh, as a way to see if this has any legs, I've started a Patreon page. Oh, nice. Are you, how familiar are you with Patreon? Cause I, I knew nothing about it except for like three weeks
0: ago. Oh, I, I, a little bit I know about it. There's one podcast that I am a patron of, uh, but I don't, I mean, I've thought about doing it myself, but again, I don't think the audience is there, but you might be a different story. Well, well, this is what we're going to see, and and,
1: and in in the marketing world, um, if you convert, they they say that, um, what is it, three percent is a good conversion rate. Mm. If you if you can get if you if if you send people through a funnel or wherever. And three percent converts. That actually, and some people I've heard even seven, and it's just like no, seven is like like seven is just high. crazy. Yeah, yeah, really high on that. It's it's uh, two and a half to five somewhere. So I'm okay. saying three. And if what if if people if I convert, you know, if I get to my five thousand people, which it looks like it's going to happen, because you know, like I said, there's it just keeps growing. Uh, my five thousand friends, and and I send them to Patreon. Hopefully they will you know sure they will like that
0: right so and then you have a monthly that's a monthly
1: that's exactly exactly so so what it's going to be is i'm still going to release content on uh facebook mm-hmm. but on mondays wednesdays and fridays people they're going to see an image such as this mhm uh and i took that and i'm very proud of that and that's i'm a sure great you'd shot. be impressed with it pelicans yeah that was on yeah pelicans Beaver on am yeah. In front of me, on Amos Blake by Boyle. Okay. In the canoe. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, kayak. I was in a kayak. kayak. Even, even risky. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially since it's unstable. So, you know, I'm going to, I will be, I'll really be releasing pictures like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if they want it, if they want to see the reduction, they, they'll have to go to Patreon and become a member.
0: And the reduction is a more expanded. It's,
1: it's explaining what exactly
0: it means. I said this to a guest the other night, and I'll say it again: You are a master marketer. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure I'm, we're being clear here. You you just started posting these images with the with the short caption on Facebook, and yep. and suddenly you were noticing an uptick in friend requests. Just, yes. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I uh, one day I woke up to uh, forty friend requests.
0: So were people sharing these posts? They must have been.
1: They they are they are yeah. I'm getting some sharing. I actually don't know how they're finding me. I'm I'm not really sure. Now I, I want to be clear mm-hmm. that of the that one morning where I had 40 friend requests, 25 percent of those were of Asian women, young Asian women nice. wanting to you know. So I had to, I had to go through like 10 of them that were just you know. And oh. and as much as I like to hear, I have really nice skin. I, I oh, still have a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a hard time believing they actually are as a 20, what looks to be like a 20 or 21 year old mm-hmm. young woman. Why would she be interested in me? Like besides some sure. sort of other agenda.
0: Right. So a certain percentage of them were bots or were trolls or whatever you want to say. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Or I, and I, I get from another age for another, and I'm, I i don't want to put any stereotypes or I'm, I'm not going to say where, but I'm from one particular country. Uh, I'm getting, call- I friend people or the- I, I request them to be friends or they request me to be friends and they're calling me on uh, messenger. Ah. And and it's it's like, and they're sending me these long texts and, and, you know, some are asking for money, but I had to, one guy this morning, he was calling me and wanting me to do, wanting to do astrology for me. And and it was interesting hmm. because there seems to be a certain demo, uh, countries that do things yeah. consistently. So the Asian young Asian women mm-hmm. are from one country, and then these people calling me and thinking I'm going to answer the phone that was from a, you know, another, another country in in, in uh, across the seas. Okay, so it's yeah. almost
0: like you broke through into a into another stratosphere of face, another sort of corner of facebook if you will where these sorts of it's it sounds like they're scamming essentially but yeah. you yeah. you got visibility in another world. well and and i and I, I suspect that some of
1: them you know yes it may be a carefully a carefully constructed scam but the, the there's some people that are trying to get money for children you know what it looks like to be orphanages and and okay. i don't know if that's true or not and i i think it's you know the I'm this is a business opportunity. Yeah. Pure and simple. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this to get in front of people so I can show my my forgiveness statements to them and hopefully make a change. But it is a business opportunity. For sure. Yeah. And and so when I send when and and I will be like I've I've delivered, I gave out 90 days of, of content on Instagram. Okay. Where I was just doing these images and now it's going to be moving towards, you know, cause I, I know there are people and, oh, and this is the other thing, Patrick, which yeah. has been interesting is people have been, get, not a lot, but people can give me money in one day. I got like $342, twenty two dollars a friend of mine, uh, actually, you know what tithing is? Yeah. Yeah. Like pay, so a friend the of m- church. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, actually, it wasn't a bucket list thing where somebody tithed to me. But what my friend <laughs> said was that uh, I said, I, I guess I because this friend is a Course in Miracles student. And okay. they said, and Course in Miracles can be very difficult to read if you it's just it's just it can be thick. And that's part okay. of the reason people stop reading it. But what she said is, is that I get more. I get I get I learn so much from your writings and I've been a lifelong tither and whoever brings me peace in my spirituality, I give money to and so she she gave me ten percent of her income and that was two hundred and twenty two dollars
0: so I'm, I'd be and- remiss if I didn't jump in here and ask you about the the moral and ethical conflict here of the content that you're marketing and you're it's a business but also yep. I mean how sincere are you in what you're saying and does I mean have you had this debate in your mind uh, not
1: only in my mind um, a uh, a good friend of mine Suggested that because it is spiritual, I should not be asking for money for it. I,
0: I mean, and that, yeah. But also, that's an external creation in his mind. I mean, yeah, for you, it's a yeah. business, so you should be asking yeah. for money. But, well, it's, it's, um,
1: uh, I, I think of there are, I'm trying to think of someone who might be Ken Champer that everyone would know. Um, here's my question. What is the difference between somebody who is really creative, such as an artist that has a spirit and is able to draw art Mm -hmm. of, let's say that is of Jesus praying or of a, of a mosque of this beautiful mosque or of a temple Mm -hmm. and they sell them and they sell those images. Like, like, like this idea that because it's spiritual that I shouldn't make a living from it really right. kind of confuses me. No, for sure. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that this is, and maybe I'm justifying, maybe I'm rationalizing it, but the thing is, is that if if these bring you peace, right, then and and you want more, mm-hmm. and and it's not, and I like I said, I put out ninety. I, I did 90 every day that people they're free to access. If people want to go to my Instagram mm-hmm. account, they can see them there and they're going to have all that. And, and the thing is, is that I really feel that my right now, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I would not be able to do this if I had to have a job. Right. And, and honestly, I'm spending, anywhere like i said 3 hours mm-hmm. it's minimally 1 hour to write a reduction up to 3 hours so i'm spending 8 8 to 12 hours a week on creating content that other people are enjoying i mean what would what better thing to do right <laughs> right and and so so if if people find that distasteful mm-hmm that I am, I am profiting from it, I, uh, I, they'll, they'll just have to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You've already forgiven yourself for it. So. I have forgiven myself, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. the, there are many people in the Course in Miracles space who write, like Marianne Williamson's is a big Course in Miracles student. Okay. Uh, she writes a lot. Uh, Nelson Mandela used for his inaugural speech. He, mm. People think he wrote this. But she, he he drew from Marianne Williamson, hmm. and she she has a lot of books. Uh, there is David Hoffmeister who who makes money from it. Hmm. There is Gary Renard. These are people that are and many others that are gurus in the space who hmm. sell books, and and I don't see any difference.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I, I'm all for it I, I, because I also think that any real salvation and and forgiveness and all that occurs inside anyway. So if you're prompting people in that way, it, I mean, you're not pretending to do it for them. You're not, right. you're not giving them the, like, you're not really the guru here. You're not the icon. You're not, No, I, I am,
1: I am the conduit. I am the conduit. Right. And, and, and the money that people have given me, uh, was unsolicited. I didn't see it coming and it was and like i said i got like 222 from a friend on one day and then later that day i got another hundred from another friend saying keep it up and keep going and Ugh. and it was like okay i i will i will do that and i'll accept that and and the money actually is going to have uh 100 of these cards printed no 100 sorry no 500 or a thousand printed so I can basically, and I will sell them mm-hmm. and give them out to people. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and of course they, cause I got 12 printed here in Edmonton and that was like 300 bucks. <laughs> and in, yeah. if I get them out of China right. in a box, in a custom box, mm-hmm. they work out to be like for 500, like, you know, less than $5, like less than $4 a piece. No less than four, yeah, less than $5 a piece. Right. So it's the volume thing, right? Mm -hmm. And there's that whole ethical concern about doing that and the footprint and that, those kind of things, right?
0: Well, that's kind of it, right? Like when you get this uh, proud Canadian t-shirt and then it's made in China. But I mean, that's (laughs) – again, I mean, I I appreciate that you're being upfront that this is a business and marketing endeavor. But what is it content-wise you think you've stumbled on that that people are – because I I think for one thing, we're so divided as people, uh, like politically and socially, but also internally we're divided and we're distracted. Do you think – What is it that you're hitting on here? Is it that's, that's people? I'm really, I'm really,
1: actually, I'm really glad you asked that. And I, I, yeah. And I, I would like, I would like to, um, uh, I, I don't know, but I have some ideas. Okay. Um, so at, um, minimally forgiveness starts with yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it's good that you want to forgive other people, but if, if you, if you, if you can't, how can you forgive anyone else if you can't forgive yourself?
0: You can't truly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it starts with, it starts with that. The second thing is it takes a fair amount of humility to go, maybe I was wrong. Hmm maybe maybe the way i'm seeing it is not accurate maybe maybe my perception of the situation is fallible because memory is fallible or may, maybe there's another way of seeing it right and and i think that in a world where we blame other people for our happiness <laughs> there's a segment of the population that just doesn't that uh, they don't buy it they don't believe it and they don't they don't they it just doesn't resonate with them <sighs> so when I make statements with very stylized images mm-hmm. of, let me just pull one here. Um, I forgive myself for believing that I don't deserve to be forgiven. Hmm. And that's a flower on there. They're oh, yeah. like that. Nice. And, and so, so I, 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 I think that what people are suffering from is a lack of peace of mind. Hmm. And, and, the peace of mind that we don't have is usually based on uh, things that we've done in the past that we feel guilty for yeah. or things that we're worried that are going to happen, but either, or whether, so if this is back behind us and this is the future, mm-hmm. either, or we're not in the moment, we're not in the here and now. Yeah. And, and that's what it forgive, and that is, that's what it, and simply put, course of miracles 101 and i have my book here because mm-hmm. i was using it course of miracles 101 is uh, a miracle is when we choose to see it differently hmm. that that's all a miracle is and and also when we choose to not hold a grievance with someone that is a miracle so it is a simple idea that you are you, you you're open to the idea that maybe it's not accurate. Maybe what the way God forbid I'm wrong. In my <laughs> assertion that you're a asshole, right. Patrick, Yeah, well. you know, somehow you're the one that has done this to me. Right, You're the one that is, has caused me all my suffering. And I, right. and I think that people know that they're not happy. They, 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 they know they're not, they're not content mm-hmm. and they are looking for something. And I think I just happen to think that my message is, is, um, presented in a way that people go, Oh, I get that. Right. Uh, oh, that makes sense to me because like they're really short, succinct. And then there's this image that is either the images that I use. So my criteria for the, my images sure. are that they either um, they either support the message or they fly in the face of the message. Cool. So it's, it's kind of like a contradictory right. to that. And the other things is I, I am, I shoot, I shoot images where there's tension and contrast. So anything that will kind of Absolutely. inherently show some sort of uh, conflict, right? And 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 high contrast. So you know there is you know like here I can't think of one that's more tension than I figure oh, myself man. for believing that I'm not responsible for what shows up in my life, and that's my my skeleton Phil who is short for philosophy. But you know well. it's it's yeah it, I think what it does is at some point it almost. Not that I want to do this, but it's a bit of a... It's like, what am I supposed to do with that? And then they're drawn in.
0: It, right. It causes the whatever, that lever to stop. And then they have to think consciously, what am I looking at here?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does create some cognitive dissonance yes. where people are going, I don't know what to think about that. Mm-hmm. And and they want to find out more. And, 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 but they're, they're, I, I think people, I, so not a very popular person to talk about in this day and age but when i was i was in grade 11 in montreal mm-hmm. i was taking I'm, I'm from alberta my mother went on teacher exchange so i was i found myself in grade 11 in montreal and we happened to see bill cosby <laughs> and so this would have been in, in 1980 right a while ago and what what do i remember about seeing bill cosby is him talking about peace of mind interesting and how back then what he was saying and his shtick was, is that we all just want peace of mind. And, and he would, you know, so, so I think there is something universal about people wanting peace of mind mm. and being able to let it go. And, right. and, you know, the, the question is very simple when I work with people and I, and I, I do coaching with people on that is, is that is, you know, does this serve you? And, and does, are you, do you feel, um, you know, is it working for you? is 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 holding on to this mm-hmm. is is your is this person's behavior worth your peace of mind
0: man i i think i do think that's it it's ironic that cosby was out there asking for peace of mind when he probably needed some at the time too <laughs> yes <laughs> given the yes With his history his the, long the history what yeah. he did
1: yeah yeah right but uh, and that and that was his separation from god Yes. And he was he was looking for things to feel connected. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately he did in a way that was um uh, anything but connected to God.
0: Right. Right. I, I wonder too if there's not something about the the whatever you want to say, the tense of, of, of the way you write those things. So when I see that image, I say I. Right. And now I've just spoken, I forgive yeah. myself. It's like, oh shit, I haven't said that in, you know, 20 years. Right. Right. I am I am curious, Patrick, that we,
1: we had uh, and I, I'm putting you on the spot here because this is totally unscripted, which is what I really love about this. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember you talking about back when we were shooting content and back when we were working together right. and and any of you that haven't seen Patrick's work, he is phenomenal at what he does. Like you guys <laughs> gotta check out his video production because he Luke. knows this stuff. And if you need someone you should, and you're local, you should definitely talk to Patrick. And I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean that. Um but I remember you talking about the fact that there you had you had decided that you needed to do some things different in your life. Mm. And that you're looking at, you know, how do I want to spend my time and what and I remember one mm. of the things that I really that was really stood out for me is how do I want to be as a man? Mm. You know, and and you were you were following some people and they're talking about, and this is what I remember, maybe memory is fallible, but sure. talking about, you know, um you know how do you spend your time, and and what do you want to do, and what kind of commitments do you want to keep, and right. and do you want to waste your time with frivolous things mm. that are are not there, and 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 I I got a sense that there was a real calling and a desire and a yearning mm-hmm. to be a better person.
0: Okay, it was or am I is that I would like to think so. I, I appreciate you saying that. I think, that, and that's part of what this podcast was, and it was a journey on. On Well, we talked about it, but it's that path of least resistance to the self. Like people say I'm a carpenter, I'm a father, I'm a, what about just I'm me and all the hats that I wear the things that I do are extensions of me or representations of me because I'm huge. I'm univ- I'm, I'm infinite actually. Right, right. which is, which is which is a course in miracles belief. Hmm. Yeah. So right uh, part of this podcast was like I wanted to become a better speaker, better thinker, uh, better communicator. Find out what I really thought, and now eighty some episodes in, I'm I'm kind of getting there, and I, I I've teased about just stopping because I've had enough of this, and I figured, <laughs> I f- <laughs> joking that I figured it out, but I figured a lot out, and part of what I figured out was that, and you know, like people said this, like Nietzsche said this, Dostoevsky said this, is that in a in a society where we take God out of the picture, like God truly, it doesn't le- it doesn't change the fact that humans need a religious. A structure or religious icon in their life, and and what's happening now is that people are filling it with everything other than the highest meaning. You know, there's right, a, and for me, I've said before that maybe the highest meaning is just pursuit of that ideal self. You know, in, right. the, in the image of God, God is perfect. God is perfect. Right.
1: Well, and and further to that, and we've uh, and I'm I'm sure we've talked about this, but when when I create video content for myself or for anyone else, um, you know, what I would be looking for is uh, the pinnacle of good content. So, you know, Mm. content, video content, all content, but specifically video content, because this is your my arena, Mm -hmm. needs to be one of three things. It needs to surprise and delight people. It needs to uh, educate them. And that comes along with surprise and delight. (coughs) And those are good. And if you have that, your content, if you know your target audience is probably good. But the pinnacle of good content is calling people to a higher purpose, Ah. calling them out of themselves Mm -hmm. calling them to do something where it's this idea of let's do this together. And what, what that, what that is, is is that's a form of joining. That's a form of communion where communion is not in, you're getting the, you know, going to the Catholic church communion, but commune with someone on that communication. (laughs) Right. So, so, so when you, when you have that connection, And you, and you are, and you are, you know, if you, if somebody who is depressed wants to get out of the depression, if they can, Mm -hmm. is go and be a service to other people.
0: Yes. Give of yourself. uh, Exactly. Get out of yourself and and, and maybe do something. It's one of those weird things where like, sometimes you need the external world. You need to really work on building the inside internal mental world, but if it's not working, then you, you're right. You need to go and commune and find out what yeah. the hell's, what What are you yeah. missing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The other thing you had said about that using, you know, religion or spirituality, because I, you know, I, there's a lot of people that are very religious, but they're not very spiritual. Yes. <laughs> and there's, sure. and, and who have this kind of very interesting ethics about what they, what they say they believe and what they, do believe, mm-hmm. or what they do, is two different things. But I, I think of um, statistically, what we know is that people who are in partnership or are married in the same faith have longer marriages. Mm. Makes sense because they have because they have something they can go to because they have their their faith first, mm-hmm. and then they have that connection. So there's that common ground that you can have with someone. Mm-hmm. We have the same, you know, it doesn't matter if it, whatever, whatever the spiritual path is right. and all are right because they're, if, if it brings you peace of mind, then it's, there's nothing, then that is what you were looking for. But it is that, it is that some, that purpose of something bigger than ourselves that I think we have to look for. And when we don't have that, well, that's where despair comes in. That's where anxiety yeah. comes in. That's where fear comes in. That's where addictions come in yep. because we're, you know, because um, we're looking at something outside of ourselves because we don't have it. And, and there's also the saying that, you know, you, you need, to, how you learn something is by teaching it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, what sure. I'm doing so much with these forgiveness cards is learning <laughs> how to about forgiveness by saying to other people in my own quirky kind of weird mm-hmm way of saying
0: look at it this way and from that i serve myself right right because it's not like you're putting this out there as if you're the the man on the mountain who's figured it all out it's this is we're we're getting a glimpse into your transformation here Somebody,
1: and I I do tote myself for this space as a uh, Course in Miracles uh, forgiveness coach Mm -hmm. because I needed to call myself something. Mm -hmm. And uh, just so that it was like, well, what is that? So I did that, much to my chagrin and my reluctance (laughs) because, you know, there's no shortage of coaches out there that you can draw upon. mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I lost my point. I forgot where I was going with that.
0: That's okay. Uh, So you were reluctant to to brand yourself as such. Have you had anybody take you up on the coaching offer yet? No,
1: cause I, that's going through Patreon and oh, okay. I'm, going be, I'm going to be doing that. But I did have someone actually send me a text or send me a message in Facebook on one of my posts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And where she talked about her path to forgiveness. And she said to me, you know, you know, is this, you know, what was this your experience on your, or how did you start to learn how to, how to forgive? Mm-hmm. And so what I chose to do, because the other reason why I'm reluctant to do Facebook is is that I don't want my private life out there mm. I, I i don't want people to know about my marital status i don't that's want them to, i'm not I don't want them to show pictures of my kids i don't right. like i I don't want to do any of that that's why the platform doesn't resonate mm. but what she asked me on my path to forgiveness was the fact that you know my particular history is my mother left my father when I was three and a half mm. and then she had a nervous breakdown, and we all ended up in foster care oh wow, and then she got us back. And then she got her teaching degree, and then she was transient. And the, as a teacher, she was still transient. And we moved. By the time I was eighteen, she moved us sixteen times. Oh, that's traumatizing. So it it well it it was something. Well, I I knew nothing else. Sure. Yeah, and that was and and there you get a bit of a different world view when you don't live screw up in one town. <laughs> you kind of see the things the I, same. And I bet, yeah, yeah, and and you know grade. Grade twelve, I graduated in Stony Plain. Grade eleven was Montreal. Grade ten through seven was Drayton Valley, then Evansburg, Antwistle, or not uh, Evansburg, and the Tomahawk, and blah blah blah. If you know Alberta, you know some of these towns. But the point was, is that I had to do, I had to look at where I was not happy and not having peace, and that was through counseling, and mm-hmm. that was through a lot of different work to get to a point where I could live within my skin. Mm-hmm and i could I could see someone eventually it took me a long time getting to a point and choose not to lose my peace because somebody said something they, they strung a whole bunch of words together you know seven or eight ten words, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden i've lost my center because of these seven to eight words that they've said that somehow i've i've taken mm-hmm. and decided it's like oh. opening up my armor and oh, Right, right. I've allowed it to come in and and hurt me hmm. on that, and so
0: no, that's I didn't know that part about you. That's interesting. I wonder. I mean, I'd be curious to hear more about how that sort of transience affected your upbringing. But I wonder if um, I'd be so curious to see if you could get some traction with the with the forgiveness coaching. Is what is it that people are holding on to these days? And like, you know, if there's common threads and then that that would be so insightful for the, the, the shape of things. But so much of it is, to me is like people lack a lot of self-control and self-discipline mm-hmm. and, and thus are going out and trying to tell other people how to live. I, I'm a little bit skewed because it's like you're seeing it on social media, right? It's like you yeah. must get the vaccine. You must vote this way. You must feel this way about this issue. But it's like, well, look at you. You're, I mean, you're not, I mean, this person not living a great life potentially, not taking care of themselves, you know. Right, they're right. Their self-identities well, it, in, in disarray.
1: Yeah, 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 and and you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one,
0: right? And
1: there's no shortage of, and you know, and everyone's yelling that they have all the answers and whatnot. And this is, this is part of the thing that's very um, empowering <laughs> with the forgiveness cards, yeah. and that is, it works or it doesn't work for you.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, and and I, I'm not here to I'm not here to tell anyone what how to live their lives? I'm just saying, does this resonate with you? and is it something that and with what I write about it, does it cause you to see the world in a way that's slightly different hmm. and 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 make you does it bring relief to your current existence that makes it a bit better right I, i'm I'm not I'm not expecting to change people's world. I am hoping to. Kind of erode at their erroneous beliefs that are that we hold on to that we suffer from because we have this belief. Mm-hmm. My value is based on my income, like Oof. you know, or how yeah. many wet women I bed, mm-hmm. or or what kind of car I drive, mm-hmm. and the, these are all these are all the things that I I you know they are they have been either stuff I have that have been my reality or stuff that is still my reality.
0: Right. Right. I'm just, I don't mean to to be distracted. I'm actually starting to make time code marks on clips that I might like to pull.
1: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, cause I know that will save you (laughs) hours of work later, right? I'm not going to listen to this again. I, (laughs) (laughs) I love talking to you, but I mean, I lived it once. That's been, yeah. that's been the deal, but so you're so right, man. Like those, those external factors and then those external measurements of value. I mean, they are useful, I think in for maybe measuring progress in your life where it's like, you know, I, I used to drive a 2000 Subaru and now I drive a 2017 Ford and hopefully soon I'll drive a brand new whatever, but that's more of yeah. you know, do you, is that, is there some use in that maybe in using those externalities to measure at least?
1: Yeah. Well. Well, and and then we, you know, it's then there's the gender thing of of how our gender um, identifies with success, and mm-hmm. and you know, one of the things that I I think that we are, and I, I read this from Terence Riel, which was um he was a um he wrote a book called I don't want to talk about it: the secret legacy of depression in men, mm-hmm. and one of the ways that Riel talks about how what we do as men. Mm-hmm to um to distance ourselves from intimacy right is we have we have different things on how we deal how we want because mm-hmm. intimacy is very scary for us but one of the uh so we we do, we do things like we um addictions that's one of them yep. uh overworking making totally. you know how much money we have our status that's another one but the pinnacle of how we actually keep ourselves distant emotionally distant from other people mm-hmm. is grandiosity interesting and I, I didn't know what grandiosity. I'd heard the word, but you know, I, I had to actually look. What is grandiosity? And right. it was, um, uh, it's uh, Italian for grandiose, which is godlike. Interesting.
0: So, Very interesting.
1: So, so you've had this happen where you go to shake another man's hand, and they're doing this kind of shit to you, like it's it's a it's a pissing contest right there. Right. They might as well be taking out their dick and just showing how big their Johnson is to to have that. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. Yeah, it's just so it's so this 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 need to this need to set ourselves apart or see that other people are you know not not um, not as affluent or doesn't have it together is is part of what men do I know women do it too they have a different curses than what men have but it's that idea of wanting to think we're full of ourselves that that arrogance that um, Mm -hmm. belief that we are better than others which is really about propping up the self, mm-hmm. you know, it's small man syndrome in some ways. In some you ways, know. but it's yeah.
0: it, it's not. It can be more than that. It's like I myself don't believe that I'm worth anything unless I go out and crush this guy's hand, drive away my Jaguar, and, and yeah. fuck three different women in the same day. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Sounds like a then, great day, also. But I mean, <laughs> you know, um, so
1: it's 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 this idea that. My value is based on external ex, external circumstances, mm-hmm. and and yes, we, we should have a nice house, or we should we should have a safe accommodation to live in. We we you know we should have you know dependable transportation. Mm-hmm. We we, we I, I think our careers are really about fulfilling us, not about a job mm-hmm. and not about just making money. All that is very important, but when we lose that status. What do we say about ourselves? That I'm what, not, what, it, what?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the saying, and I've been playing with it, uh, it's when when you are what you do, then when you don't, you aren't. So if your, whole, that, yeah. Yeah, if your whole being is tied up in what you do, but then I also think, well, it's like what you do is who you are also. So then when you, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, it was one of those kitschy things that maybe it was actually totally pointless, but. It makes it raises the concern that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's really it it's, if it affords you the ability to stop and go, where do where where do I right where's my value how do I perceive my value? How do I how do I um you know there there is um um there's one individual, you may know him, but um he is he is really bent on on creating content on his legacy and leaving leaving a legacy behind and sure. the thing is is that legacy having a legacy is because once we're dead, it doesn't matter what kind of legacy we so we're projecting to the future yeah. about why to have this legacy because why to say that it was all worthwhile
0: right? That's, a, well, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and that that somehow I made a difference. Mm-hmm. And so so whatever we whatever we put out there as to point to to say this is this is my legacy. This is <laughs> this is what I have this is what I accomplished, <laughs> is a is to fulfill the ego so that we feel that we have not. It's all been for naught. It's not it's not a it's, bad desire, it, but it's misplaced. Right, because because if if people who need to leave a legacy don't do that, then they're tortured because they believe that that's where their that's somehow their their time on this planet was was
0: was made worthwhile. Right, you and you brought up an interesting word there, is it ego? And so much of it is is ego related. Like there was a f- he was like a French film theorist, like early early, and he talked about like photography, sculptures, all that stuff is man's ego and man's need to be preserved after death into the future. Right. Absolutely. I don't, I don't ha- personally get hung up on it cuz maybe I still have enough runway in front of me that I'm not freaking out, but do have you found since you've been older or you've met people who like this guy you're talking about where where suddenly legacy and ego just start to inflate because it's like, oh fuck, like what has it all been for? Uh ab- absolutely
1: because there was this the 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 when I when I put a shingle out you know to do to be a coach and to go on my own, which mm-hmm. i I had a lot of trepidation as I already mentioned on that um, it was about making a big splash in the world making and and having having this influence over all these people and it wasn't about when I'm said and done it's about some sort of validation here and now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and the, the the things that are um, the things that used to be important to, and I don't know if this is an age thing or if it's a course in miracles thing, mm-hmm. or, or maybe it's a combination of both, but the stuff that used to be really important to me is is gone by the wayside. It's not. It's not. It's not as important. Do with these forgiveness cards, these forgiveness declarations. Do I want to make a living on it? Do I want to be able to have an impact? Yes, mm-hmm. but it's it's not based on the fact that this is going to make me look good. I could be wrong. Maybe somewhere in the background that is happening. Yep. And I, I definitely know that with my ego and, and my, my need for attention and that kind of stuff that this is definitely possible, but it's more along the lines of being able to the satisfaction. When somebody says to me, I, I read your card and I was able to forgive this person who did this to me. That. Like I can think of no other way to have a fulfilling life is to know that somehow I strung some words together. I put it on a picture and they go, my life is better because of that.
2: Hmm.
0: It's, I can imagine. I mean, it's that I've had that a few times where people listen to the podcast and, and got some idea or got some help out of it, I guess. But again, it's that old human thing where it's like, you're still relying on an external influence to come in and say what you did had value for me. And therefore, it should have value in you. So I wonder. Let's say you didn't make a single friend. Let's say you actually lost friends by doing these cards. And let's say people told you you shouldn't be doing them because you're making people think too much or whatever. Would you yeah, still? Yeah. Would you still find it useful for you? If I mean, you were learning to forgive all this stuff that had happened in your life. When I before I um, when I just started the face uh, the Instagram
1: account, so that would have been back in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I happened to show these to. Sarah who I who's been very influential in my life and because she's influential in my <laughs> life I, I I hold her in high esteem mm-hmm. and of course I wanted her approval of these because that you know that that was yeah that was important to me mm-hmm. and I I was a bit taken off when she goes yeah these these are really good these are important but you know they they may be for the world but they just may be for you Luke mm-hmm. and it was just like yes uh, so it was like you know, I, I have to admit I was like I didn't want to hear that, but it was just like, why am I doing this? Right. You know? And and something else that is a course in miracles tenet, which is not different than other ones, but I'll just speak to that, is, is that this idea of and I, I don't know of a better word to use for it, but I'm gonna use it is where does my salvation lie? Mm. Does my does where 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 if if really when we're all said and done if those of you that you know aren't of, of this don't believe this but when it's all said and done when we rejoin god will the things i do on this planet will the will the car i drive the job i hold will, will any of that matter <laughs> for when i when i connect back with god and right and it, it won't what will matter is whether or not i've been able to forgive people for my perception of their harm to me? And will I be able to actually live a peaceful life regardless of what I make, what I drive and my life and what, how my life shows up. And so, so part of the idea is, is that where, where do we, uh, when it's all said and done, what is really important? And that is what I'm doing right here, right now, how I serve, Mm -hmm. how I, how I try to ease people's burden is all that counts right now not because i'm a promised a place in heaven Mm -hmm. because when i ease other people's burden then i'm less alone Mm -hmm. it's very selfish it's actually very selfish to to want to forgive and to help other people because then i feel that the world
0: makes sense right right well i i think maybe that's the that's the place you have to get to is like if if salvation and understanding and relationship with god comes from within then everything has to come with from within and I should actually forgive myself for being selfish, because I, I'm a self and that's yeah. all I really am. Yeah. Does that seem right? For, so it's like, well, so I forgive yourself
1: for being, well, first of all, selfish gets a bad rap because mm-hmm. you know, we, we know that what do we hear on airplanes every time we fly? If you're with somebody else, take care of yourself because you're not going to be any good to anyone else. Right. Right, right, exactly so, right. So it, yeah, so it, it does get a bad rap of you're being selfish and whatnot, and and usually when you're being called selfish, it's because the other person's not liking what how much attention you're giving them or whatever you're doing for them. Right. It's an aspersion that somehow they you've done something to them, <laughs> and so now your 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 behavior is their salvation hmm. because because you didn't do the things for them to make them feel better. So now all of a sudden, I am now being harmed because you're not doing that because you're being selfish. Right. On that. Right, it's, um,
0: it's totally just the the conflict of all these selves floating around and and exactly we're looking exactly. To, to cling on to things that are they're outside of us. We keep going back yep. to that, but that's it, right yeah,
1: yeah and and um, and you know and and the other thing is is that um, there is there, there is a point in time where people have to ask themselves, is it working? Does it is my, am I, am I fulfilled within my life? Mm -hmm. And, and there are, there are many people who don't have to ask this question because they have a good life. Right. And there's, there's no right or wrong with that. It's just like, it's, it's all, it's, we're all, we're all on this self. We're all on this journey to try and figure out what it's all for. You know, through time, we've all looked, man has always looked up, man and woman has always looked up at the stars and go, what's its purpose? What's the meaning of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and when we get to a point where we are able to, when we look and saying, I need something, There's has to be more than that, Then that's when we turn to a faith or often to a religion because it's just, and, and that's what I think in many ways why so many people find spirituality mm-hmm. or religion in their 40s, because it's oh. like, Okay, I have I have the car. I have the I have the career. I have the I have the two point three kids. I've got the ex wife. I've got the vacation <laughs> property. I've got the stuff. Right.
0: And WTF? S- and I still hate myself on some. Yeah, way.
1: yeah. And I'm still empty. And I and I and I've I've done it. I've done everything I was told to do. Mm-hmm. I got a career. I I I I got I, I got the the relationship. I have I have all that. Mm-hmm. Kids are starting to move out; they're on their own, and that's why you see a lot of div- divorces come up mm-hmm. in their, you know, in the in the i I've it's heard like, that. Yeah. yeah, I've 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 done two decades or three decades with you. I'm not doing another three. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and sure. and it, and we get to that point um, where uh, Carl Young, and one of my one of my things, one of my favorite things from from him, was the he coined the term, uh, the morning of your life or the afternoon of your life. Hmm. And so we live two lives. The morning of our life is about accumulation is about getting established. It's about finding relationships, finding what, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. And we get to a point where we go, okay, I have all this. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? My, my, my basic needs are taken care of. I'm going right. to survive. I, I have it in the retirement. Well, now what? And so as you transition from them and it's usually from your forties to your fifties, it could okay. be sooner. It could be later. It's, it's, there's no hard and fix, but as you transition from the morning of your life to your afternoon of your life, what, what goes by the wayside? Well, we, we go for, um, we go from quantity to quality. Mm. We have, we, um, we, we need less. We want more solid relationships as opposed to many relationships mm. And what could happen is one good connection with a friend can last you for a week was, whereas in the morning of your life, you had to have many connections every day to kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. And so as we step into our afternoon, our life, our priorities shift and we see the world very differently mm-hmm. and we make different choices and we, we decide who we want to spend our time with. And the somewhere in there it comes in. Yeah, I was married into, oh, sorry, I was, I was born into this family, but does this family serve me? That's him. And, and that's, yeah. And, and for a lot of people, that's where they get to their 30s. Right. It's just like, you know, I have I have four siblings. I don't talk to any of them.
2: Damn.
1: And it's just, we're estranged. And I have, and it's it's just, and it's not, they're not assholes. I'm not an asshole. We just does not work. Hmm. And it's, you know, I, I, do I wish it could be different? Not enough to do something about it.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Now, that's wild stuff. I, <sighs> I had a bunch of things and then they, you kept going. And I was like, damn, I'm just, now I'm just going to listen and not be thinking about what I'm going to say next. But, um, yeah, you just stunned me right there with that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, uh, a- so I, I am, I am curious about your,
1: what you've learned about yourself in this process, because I, what is it safe to say, Patrick, that 10 years ago, if somebody was said to you, you're going to be doing this, you would, you would have thought
0: like, Oh, Completely, completely yeah. in, because this is essentially a talk show, Yeah. you, know, you call it yeah, whatever absolutely. you want, but it's, it's talk show. Yeah. And when I, when I was in like high school into early college years, I detested people that talked too much. So I've essentially done a 180 in 10 years to now being uh, the power of conversation and expressing verbally in real time is crucial to self-development. Right. And I was doing absolutely. myself a lot of disservice by being afraid to talk all those yeah.
1: years yeah and 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 the interesting thing is, is is that it's 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 not as if you don't present well it's not as if you're not um <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for um engaging it's mm-hmm. not as if you don't you know you 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 interweave these things into the conversation about some of your, the things that had an impact on you mm-hmm. and yeah it was just like i'm i'm glad you're choosing to no longer play small
0: oh thank you yeah i think you have yeah. to and a lot of what you've been saying has really been resonating with some stuff I went on a, a rant about in the summer about this idea of um, temporal instability, meaning we sometimes live in the past and that's where depression can come from. We're living yep. in the future. That's where anxiety can come from. And, you know, time is infinite. And if we could just seize the mo- what we have in the moment is, is where the, maybe where we can find meaning or at least where we can find a certain amount of peace. But absolutely. Well, you know, so. Part
1: part of so much of what I worry about hasn't come to be, right, right, right. But and, it, and in a and way, I, it I, has
0: I, because you lived it in your mind. You know, that's
1: that's actually an excellent point. That's actually an excellent point because I'm no longer in the here and now. I'm mm-hmm. in the there and then. Right, and so, right. so one of the one of the things that I will do in my meditation, especially when I am when I am. tortured and I'm not happy. And, Mm -hmm. and I, about a month ago, I I went through a spout of, I actually was saying, am I, am I depressed? Am I like, I, I, it was this overarching oppression I was feeling and it was, I was in so much fucking fear. I was so afraid of the future and whatnot. Mm. And then through guidance or whatnot, I'm not sure what happened, but the thought came to me and that is yes, because you're not working, you may lose your house yes you may lose your lexus yes these things may happen right but they're not happening right now right in this moment they you're 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 there's no one taking your lexus there's no one taking your house there's a lot of water that has that has to go under the bridge before any of those are remotely possible and as and as if you know i don't have resources where i can go to people and say hey i, I need a hand here cuz you know on that so right. so so the practice I engaged in was simply this of when that comes in saying, and that's ego talking right. to basically keep us in fear and keep us because the ego does, the ego has two jobs. Hmm. <clears throat> the first one, <clears throat> pardon me. The first one is call attention to itself. Right. And the second is to never be out of work.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And he's na- a hard he's never, worker right? for sure. Yeah. He's a hard worker. Right. So, so, so what I would say in my when I'm trying to get my center and trying just to stop the noise so I can listen for guidance and right. go, what what am I to do next when that when that merry-go-round of mental masturbation quite frankly mm-hmm. of just going and going and going what I what I've done which helps is Yes, that may happen, but it's not happening. This. So I'm going to take you, this sure. fear, mm-hmm. I'm going to put you right here. It's not going, I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you for keeping and worrying about the future for me. Right. Put it there, right here, right now. I'm just going to focus on what's going on. Right. And the thing that has helped my practice so much is, and, and I, I don't know if I would have believed it 10 years ago if mm-hmm. I had somebody, you know, going back 10 years, somebody said this to me, but being in gratitude about what goes well. To be able to stop and go, my furnace is working, Right. I have, in this day, you know, now we're getting to winter and whatnot, mm-hmm. I, I have a roof over my head, I've got two outstanding kids, I have an outstanding, I have an incredible relationship with my ex-wife, where we actually like and respect each other, uh, my, son, my son just got admitted into, uh, got accepted to uh, Concordia University, nice. and so we all went out for supper, my ex-wife wow. and me and my kids to celebrate him doing this thats beautiful and it was, yeah. And, and, and so, so when I can stop and appreciate the hundreds of things that are going well in this moment, as opposed to the one thing that might not go well, it, 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 it literally changes it, it depending on how bad the noise is. Right, right. It brings me relief or it removes it altogether. And, and that is my practice every, when I, when I am, mm-hmm. when I'm off, when I'm off my center and I'm in fear, I will write out a page of what I have appreciation and gratitude.
0: Nice. It's right? so useful because right. And I wonder how much of the ills of in society today are what we talked about this loss of re- religion, this loss of a higher yeah. power, but also this inflation of the ego where suddenly, well, this is how I see things. Certainly this must be how you should see things. And I'm yeah. going to now impose that on you. And if you don't, I'm just going to, I'm going to crush your hand or I'm going to walk on yeah. you.
1: Yeah. Cause it's there. Cause it's this, it's, um, it's, it's almost like a good defense is a good offense. Right. So, so if you're the loudest in the room, then you must be the most right. Right. some kind of mentality and whatnot, yep. but it is, it is this, it's really based on so much fear and anxiety about that. So, so we posture or we engage in this kind of "look how great I am" type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. To 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 hold off at bay that fear that we're not.
0: Exactly right. Hold off yeah. and fear the bay. At, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you well, and this,
1: <laughs> yeah, this may not be popular, but this is what you know, homophobia, homophobic is about being homophobic, homophobia or being homophobic. Sure. Is really about the fear that you're gay, so that you have to actually. So instead of looking at, "Gee, am I gay?" Well, then I'll just hate everyone else that is gay. Sure. Because Because it really is because if if you're not, why would that bother you if someone's pre- like I'm, I'm not talking about you know stuff that's you know doing it to children or whatnot, but if someone right. is sexual preference is not yours and mm-hmm. it's not hurting anyone, why is that a problem right? It, well, it's a threat to your construct sure. of who you are, of your script, right and so right, so instead script. of yeah yeah, and so instead of saying, oh, I'm threatened by I'm threatened by, you know I'm threatened how successful Patrick is. I'm threatened by that. I'll,
0: I'll just attack you, right? As, and it will make it that much easier. Totally. I wonder. How, I'm sure so many mental conditions are a result of that sort of whatever suppression. I want to bounce huh. something off you that I I tried this, <laughs> I tried this on some guests last or two nights ago, and it they kind of were like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But okay. it might be useful because you're kind of doing it, but. I started thinking about the, the the problem at large is communication between people generally. And it's that yep. I can't communicate my f- problems to you because you don't actually know what it's like to be me. That's kind of a philosophical assertion, but I don't know what it's like to be Luke. So when you tell me these things about your ex-wife and your kids, it's like, I can understand the value, but I don't actually know what that's like. Yep. So then is there is there, and then, now let's say it was a problem. Let's say you actually hated your ex-wife, and now you're telling me these things. And now suddenly I hate your ex-wife when I don't even know her. But I've been in, I've been infused with this hatred. And now the problem has actually doubled. Yeah, I've started yeah. thinking maybe it's not truly possible. F- like there's this culture now of talk about your problems. You know, go on social mm-hmm. media, o- overshare, whatever. Maybe that's maybe that actually isn't helping things. And maybe maybe there's I don't know what the substitute is but it's like maybe the idea that you can talk to me about your problems and I'm going to have any kind of solution besides a question maybe that's a fallacy and maybe we 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 expect too much or the mode of communication is wrong well i th- i think in some points what we're talking about is is a point of entry
1: and intention because you know it's i'm all about intention is mm-hmm. what is the purpose of what we're doing so if my intention is to have you commiserate with me mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going to find people that are going to commiserate as to how awful my ex-wife is. Right. 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 And, and somebody, somebody right. once said to me, let's see if I can do this without losing, without being too confusing. So somebody, I, I asked, I, somebody once said to me, you know, Luke, what you're going to get from me when you, when you talk to me, you know, where I come in on this. So why are you surprised that I'm telling you something you don't want to hear? Mm-hmm. So we, we have it we have a tendency to, to go to people who are going to tell us, you know, if if people will come to me when they want the world, according to Luke and the straight goods. Nice. And I'll say, this is the way I see it. If they don't want that, they're not going to come to me. So, so this is, I think part of the. Picking my words very carefully here. This is part of the, um, cause I, I, I really, I'm really working on not trying to judge anyone or judge any situation cause it doesn't nice. serve me. Right. Uh, cause it just judges myself. This, this is, I think the outcome of how, uh, social, social media sites such as Facebook are set up that. And, and if I had one thing that I could express to the world and that is you're only being fed back what you believe mm. you're only seeing, especially on Facebook. You're only, you're only, you're only receiving what you actually believe out there and any descending voids voices, you will unfriend and not share them. So you constantly get that same. So it's this feedback loop that reinforces it and causes us to believe Mm -hmm. that our assertions are correct. Hmm. That what we're seeing is real.
0: Right. What is that called? Confirmation bias?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's correct. Yeah. Good, good call on that. So, so. If, if so, are we are we just wanting to bitch and complain about our lives, or do we want to see it differently? Right. And and so we generally know who we're going to talk to, whether or not they're going to agree or disagree. Right. And so so it just basically reinforces whatever thought systems we already have. And right there's nothing wrong with that, right? But, yeah. but just just an, just acknowledge or just i would you don't have to do anything but <laughs> just the idea that you are going to get what you expect right you're going to get what you want and and if you want open dialogue and conversation and you're only talking to people that believe the same thing you do if if you really want to see someone's opinion differently mm-hmm. that's where you're able to go how do you see it which we don't do i think i think what we i i only want to hear what i want to hear
0: right I think that's, that's, that's important as I pursue this idea. I always think about this time years ago when a friend of mine, he basically asked me what he should do in his relationship and being 22 and thinking that I was, you know, a smart guy, I just told him, yeah, it sounds like she wants out of the relationship. I think you should break up with her. And he did. And of course that was his action, but he trusted me and he listened to me and he did it based on what I told him and that it crushed this girl. And, we still even talk about it today. It's like you know that girl; she she still shows up in his life, and she still loves him, and there's still something there, right? So yeah, what I probably should have done was just asked a, a dozen more questions. You know, right. I, I so now I'm so what I've said related to the other issue is to, to this pro this idea of communication is that you can't give advice to people; you really can't. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she said, the answer to life is a question. And I could have just like exploded and rejoined the universe at that point because that really made sense to me. It's like, I can't tell you what to do, right? Right. But I can keep asking questions until we come to a better understanding of this infinite depth of possibility. Right.
1: Right. And and, uh, a sociology professor said to me once, one of the most – powerful statements you can make is i don't know right because it's it's like i i don't i i i don't know what you should do i don't Mm -hmm. what do you think you should do i don't i i i don't know it's it's like and and again i think this is more of a a a male thing that Mm -hmm. we can't admit we don't know something but the the power of being able to surrender and go i don't know and 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 let go of the egoic thought that we have to know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, what, one of the things that I, I determined in my in my services for creating content for my clients is that the, I ask really hard questions in when I create content for people like, what do you sell? Apple doesn't sell computers, it sells ease of use. Mm-hmm. Nike doesn't sell shoes, it sells a footwear, it, it sh- sells a lifestyle. And most Canadians sells party, not beer. And then I have other questions. And I realize that the people I cannot work with are the ones that can't say, I don't know. Right. Because there, there's no humility, there's nice. no ability to go, uh, oh, gee. That's a good question. And, I, should, and I, know I, should, I know I should answer that. I know I should have an answer to that. Mm-hmm. And that was my, one of my fastest ways of weeding out people or not trying to pursue them is the mm-hmm. inability to say, I don't know. Right? Damn, and, and I think we, we, are, we are definitely afraid of people seeing our warts and wrinkles. We want them to see our wonderment, but they don't,
0: we don't want them to see our warts and wrinkles. That's absolutely true. Man, I wish it didn't have to end, but I think we'll do it again sooner than later. I would definitely
1: enjoy that. Thank you very much for uh, having me back on your show. And ninety, like ninety, did you say uh, eighty? Getting 90? into the mid eighties now, yeah, mid eighties, yeah. That uh, you know anyone. <laughs> The only reason I the only reason I know how impressive that is is because of how many I did. Yeah. And that's that's no small feat to have that commitment and be able to wrap your world around it and still make right. a living in everything that you're doing. So thank you so much for your time, Patrick. I really enjoyed this.
0: Hey, my pleasure, Luke. And you've been a you've been an influence on, on this pursuing this line in my life. So I'm glad we reconnected. Yeah. If just if people do want to find you on social media and see these reductions or 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 you know get to know more about you, what's kind of the best way to do that? Um, I should have that ready. So if you, um, I just
1: changed my tag on uh, Facebook, so it's going to be. um, um, Oh, I I don't want to give out the wrong one here. Uh, Yeah, I can snip this if if you if you put them in there. But it's going to be uh, um, Luke Bouchard. Mm-hmm. We'll get you about the other Luke Bouchards, but yeah, I say I'm not even ready for that, so that's okay
0: i, I would yeah. I would invite people to to look up Luke Bouchard on Facebook, find him you can see what he looks like, and these these reductions I think are there's some here that's they're a little they're they're like pop spirituality or whatever you want to say, but i yeah. I mean they're great man you've, you've they're hit. definitely
1: sound bites yeah definitely sound bites you've hit and something. people yeah, and people have said that they want less and not more so i'm I'm narrowing that down in our consumer-based mentality.
0: Endeavoring to bring less to the world. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I am a brevity specialist. There we go. Oh, man.
0: Love it. Okay, Luke. Well, again, thanks, buddy. And I mean, uh, let's do it again. Let's not let a year go by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, take care. You too. Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review.